You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the weekend of February 19th, 2021, always using the Friday dates going into the weekend. Welcome into Tomorrow. I am, though it doesn't sound like it, Dave Graveline with inflamed vocal cords and laryngitis. And as you keep reminding me, the doctor says, well, actually, two now, two different doctors have said, shut up. Yeah. Well, which I've been trying to tell you for 26 years, but yeah, you, it doesn't work. Done. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> nice. Hey, do you get our tech newsletter? I, I don't mean you. I mean those listening. Of course. I, I know can. you get it. If you don't, you can stop by into tomorrow.com, put your email address in the red box that pops up, and you'll get a confirmation email. Click it, and you're in. There's tons of information, including uh, the guests that are coming up on our show. We tell you what prizes you can win by participating. We share some tech news from many of our friends and partners in the industry. All sorts of good stuff. Again, into tomorrow.com, a red box will pop up, put your email address. Ooh, and question we've had lately if people can't hear all three hours of the show. How can they? Because if their local station doesn't carry all three hours, or in the case of AM 800 out of Canada, drops the show altogether because they just want to be paid, we have podcasts we have and they're podcast, free. And they're free and they don't cost you anything. You can find out how no to charge. Subs- no charge ever. Subscribe at intotomorrow.com. We've got uh, links there for your Apple podcast and Google podcast. And we're on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music podcast. Everything. We'll tell you how to get it there free and you can subscribe. Never miss an episode of Into Tomorrow at intotomorrow.com. And of course, if you want to participate on the show and win some of those prizes that I mentioned earlier, Call us anytime, 24-7, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or with the free Into Tomorrow app, there's a message to studio button. You can send us a message and it'll sound like you're sitting right here next to us in the studio. Don in LaBelle, Florida, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast that you too could sign up for at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Don. Hi, Dave. I was wondering about wireless headphones and earbuds. I've never used them. I have a iPhone that uh, apparently would be able to do that. I'm not sure if there's a benefit and the quality is good enough. And if you could explain a little bit about uh, using wireless devices with iPhones. Sure, Don. It'll be our pleasure. The main benefit, of course, of wireless headphones is that they're really wireless. Uh, the quality will be good, but it won't be better 
and you'll have to charge them, of course. Now, the process of using it is reasonably simple. The first time you use them, there will be some kind of pairing process, depending on the set that you buy. They may pop up on screen automatically, or most likely, you'll have to go to the Bluetooth settings and pair them there. Now, the process of pairing them is generally pretty easy. You'll just have to put them into pairing mode, which usually involves holding down a button for a few seconds or something like that, and then select them from a list. And that's it. After they're paired, turning them on will automatically connect them to the phone, and your music will play through them. Now, other than having to turn them on and charge them, there's not much about their usage that's different from using wired ones. The sounds come out of them unless you ask the phone to send them to a different device. So, Don, I hope that we've helped you out a little bit. By all means, experiment with them. It's not the kind of thing that you could go into a store and try different earbuds because nobody wants them in their ears after yours and vice versa. But just investigate a little bit. And if it's a matter of price and quality and so forth, we're frequently recommending things like Jabra. And what I tell people all the time, even if you don't buy them from Amazon, go on Amazon, search for them, and read the reviews. Because I've used Amazon even when I'm in a store to get reviews on products that I'm going to buy before I buy in the store, not from Amazon. David in Madison, Mississippi, listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome into tomorrow. Hey, Dave and Chris. Love listening to y'all on Sunday afternoons when driving between Jackson, Mississippi and Starkville, Mississippi. My question is, because I work in multiple locations across Mississippi, I want to be able to access all of my documents, pictures, and other information rather than keep it all on my hard drive at home. What would be the best website or cloud service to transfer all of my data and files so that I could access them regularly from wherever I am and for whatever tool or computer I'm using? Well, David, that will depend on what the documents you want to access are. For example, if you live in Google's ecosystem, then it's hard to beat Google Drive, quite frankly, since their documents don't count against your storage allowance. Google Drive also works across many kinds of devices, though it's fairly clunky on mobile devices. If you want to keep your own files, for example, some PDF manuals, Dropbox or Box are pretty effortless. They'll sync with a folder, so you don't have to bother with uploads, but you know your documents are automatically synced. Google Drive does this too, but it leans heavily on Google's Office suite. Yeah, Apple devices all read and sync to iCloud automatically as if it was just another folder on your mobile or home devices, so that would be a good option if you stick with Apple's ecosystem. Let us know what you end up going with because it'll help others. Sharon in Fort Worth, Texas, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcasts. You had a guy on asking about phones for visually impaired. He wanted phones for what we call partially sighted that use magnification. There are two other phones that I know about. One is called the Blind Shell Phone. It has the capability to enlarge the screen or it has built-in speech. And the other one is the Envision Captus smartphone. It's K-A-P-S-Y-S. He could do a Google search and find both of those phones. They both have the capability to enlarge the screen and have built-in speech. Well, thank you, Sharon, so much. Bless your heart, especially because one of our favorite calls are always listeners helping other listeners, and that was some great input. 
We appreciate that, Sharon, very much. And if you've got something to add to the show, we would love to hear from you. 800-899-INTO or the Into Tomorrow app. Clifton in Toledo, Ohio. Don't know how he hears the show, but welcome Into Tomorrow, Clifton. I understand Windows 7 does not work anymore on my computer. Do I need to purchase a new computer to get Windows 10, or can I download it? Well, Clifton, the vast majority of computers that could run Windows 7 can run Windows 10. Microsoft buried an obscure mention of the computer's processor needing to support PAE, NX, and SSE2 to be able to run Windows 10, but their main official line was the requirements are the same as they were for Windows 7. Now, that means that you almost certainly don't need a new computer to run Windows 10. And Microsoft has free software that will run a check for you and confirm that. And that software is probably already on your computer, if you've kept it updated, at least. Yeah. Now, there is some bad news, though. Uh, For a pretty long while, Windows 10 was a free upgrade to anyone who had Windows 7. Microsoft was pushing really hard to move people to Windows 10 after Windows 8 flopped, and they offered it as a free upgrade. Now, unfortunately, that period ended in 2016. Of course, Windows 10 has been around for a while. Yeah, we were reminding people... Multiple times every show, we've heard reports of people being able to upgrade and activate Windows 10 with their Windows 7 key, so you may get lucky. But officially, the free upgrade period is over and has been for years, and you should expect to need to spend the price of a new license. Yeah, Windows 10 is no longer supported by Microsoft, so upgrading, even if it does end up costing you the price of a new Windows 10 license, is probably worth it anyway, just to continue having upgrades and patches. Yeah, but hopefully, Clifton, no, you don't have to buy a new computer. Yeah, and a, and a Windows 10 license, I want to say, is like 120 bucks. So even if you have to upgrade, it's going to cost you a lot less than it would cost you for a new laptop. Yeah, very true. Please do let us know what you end up doing and how it works out for you, because again, it helps other folks in the audience as well. And if you've got a question or concern, 800-899-INTO or the audio option on that free Into Tomorrow app. Joe in Anchorage, Alaska, listening on KBYR, and we love you, Joe, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. Wish I found your program a lot earlier. I just started listening to you within the past few months here. I have a smartphone. It's a Samsung S8 Plus, and I don't have Wi-Fi or Internet at my house. And I'm trying to figure out ways to mirror my screen onto my TV that's not a smart TV. I tried the USB-C to HDMI, but the USB-C port on my phone is a little faulty. I was wondering if I had any other options, or if you knew any other options I might uh, be able to explore. Well, Joe, unfortunately, without Wi-Fi or wired connections, your options do dwindle very quickly. The S8 series is MiraCast compatible, or MiraCast, if you will, Mira being Spanish and I think other languages too, for C. Yes. Mira, right? Uh, And that's probably your best, if not only, option. Samsung rebrands MiraCast to SmartView, and selecting that allows you to send content to a TV that is compatible with the feature. Now, since you don't have a smart TV, your set won't be compatible out of the box. But you can buy a Miracast receiver that you can then plug into your TV for very little money. Yeah, for example, an Anycast 1080p receiver can be found online for as little as like 7 bucks. Prices do go up, but they're all pretty similar devices, so you can probably find a decent one for under 20 bucks. 
Miracast is basically like Chromecast, but without the Google branding, and won't require the device to be on Wi-Fi to play, so it should work for your needs. Since, like Google, Samsung customizes the technology, your mileage may vary. Your mileage may vary. Okay. <laughs> so, Void, we're prohibited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we'd recommend getting a device from a store that will allow you to send it back if Samsung's custom OS doesn't want to talk to it. Other than that, we can't think of any options that would allow you to set up a wireless connection without needing Wi-Fi in your home. Yeah. Now, Joe, do stay tuned. Our listeners are the best on the planet. And if someone has an idea that they can add to our answer, we would absolutely welcome that. And if you do, then 800-899-INTO or do what Joe did. Use the audio option on the free app and say, have Joe try the following and then tell us the following. Because I wish there were other easy fixes for you. But under the circumstances with no Wi-Fi, it's tough, as we mentioned. Do let us know, though, what ends up working for you, because it will help other listeners. And stay tuned into tomorrow.com. Kathy in Essex, Ontario, listens on AM 800 CKLW, and we love you, Kathy, calling in using the Into Tomorrow app. I'm interested in buying my son and his family a projector so they can do movies outside. What do you recommend? Well, Kathy, there are some more things we need to know to really be able to recommend one specifically for you, but we'll give it a try. Uh, For example, does he have power outside? If he does, any will work as long as they remember to bring it back inside after they're done. Uh, And they have decent enough speakers to plug into it. If he doesn't, they'll need something portable with a built-in battery and speakers. Most people who want backyard projectors don't have power and want something portable, so we'll focus on those since they're the most likely to help in this case. Yeah, for instance, the uh, LG PF50KA. Um, this one's meant to travel. It's fairly small. It's got good image quality at 1080p resolution and a battery life of about two and a half hours. So pretty much almost any movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can find it online for you know about 650 bucks. Um, they're not really cheap. Um, Anchor's Nebula Mars 2 Pro is also portable. Um, It also has speakers and has a better battery life at about three hours, but the resolution drops to 720p. Uh, the price does drop a little, too, but it's still in the five to $600 range. Now, a ViewSonic M1 will cost you less at around $150. It comes with better speakers than most. It has a six-hour battery life, and it's very light at about a pound and a half. But the resolution drops to 480p. Kathy, I hope we gave you some various good ideas. Don't worry if you didn't... Uh, be in a position to make notes, especially if you're driving or something, just visit us at intotomorrow.com. And while you're there, sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thomas in Brunswick, Georgia, uh, listens to the program, and we appreciate him calling in and participating. Hello, Thomas. Dave, hopefully you can give me some insight to solar and battery banks. Thanks in advance for any information you can help while we're out camping and utilizing this equipment. Ah, very cool. Well, Thomas, if you're tent camping, don't expect any miracles. Uh, Batteries are heavy, and big, rigid solar panels work better than small, flexible ones. But if you're in a camper, you'll probably have a better experience with solar. Look into ETFE panels uh, and perhaps an MTTP controller if you can. That will maximize what goes into your battery. Lithium batteries are great and will get you a lot more milliamp hours than a marine deep cycle battery, but you will pay quite a bit more for them. Um, If you're fully mobile and just in a tent, your options go down a little. Uh, Look at GoSun and Jackery for some portable options, but keep in mind that a small flexible panel will take a very long time to charge the battery, and without a charged battery, you don't have a way to charge your electronics. Yeah, that becomes an issue, but Thomas, uh, you can, I hope, understand what we're talking about. We don't want you to have to carry these big, heavy things, or in some cases, maybe not as heavy as it is just huge, and it makes it very difficult. Um, but I, I love what you're doing. In fact, making me jealous. Uh, I would love to go camping. Of course, my idea of camping. You're more a glamper. A glamper. A glamper. You're glamping. Glamorous camping? Glamorous camping. Okay. Because yeah, well, I've got to have air conditioning. I mean, hello. Then Sorry. Camping. It is camping. If you're in an RV, you're still camping. Well, you're RV. You can sleep in the tent. <laughs> Real Outside. camping is no air conditioning, no bathrooms. No, 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 no. That's and the camping I do. No, 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 no. No bathrooms. No bathrooms. You have a shovel. You... <laughs> no. Again, you can do that. I'm going to be in an air-conditioned RV with a nice big flat-screen color TV with remote and uh, uh, satellite TV, no doubt, because who knows if you'll have a hookup somewhere or even local channels. And, of course, a bathroom and uh, a microwave. Last time I went camping, I threw all my stuff into a canoe, including the shovel, and had a little battery-operated AM, FM radio, and that was my entertainment, and I, I camped out there with the alligators along Peace River in Florida. Wow. And and were you eaten alive? Uh, no, I'm still here. Oh, I mean, by mosquitoes? Yes. Oh, well, see, there you go. At least in the air-conditioned RV, you have a better chance of survival from those kinds of pests, because you want to get in really quick and close the door. And then you can also run one of those citronella candles, light a candle, you know, and, and keep an eye on it. Don't do it when you're not in the RV, of course. Um, but, see, then it'd be fine. Larry in Metamora, Michigan, listens on AM 800 CKLW and sends us a text message, which you can now do to our 800 number via text me anywhere. But we'd much rather hear you still. But I'll bet you could read his text message. I can. Okay. Uh, Larry says, hi, Dave and Chris. Hey. Glad you're both recovering from COVID-19. Oh. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Still recovering. (laughs) My question, how do you disable the Google Assistant on an Android phone? Uh, By an Apple. Um, No. No. I attempted to disable it, and it came back during unwanted times, like when I'm listening to a podcast. I love your show, and listen when I am out and about. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Larry, there should be an explicit setting to turn it off, but it's a pain to get to. Go to your phone settings app. From there, you'll need to go to Google, then Account Services, then Search, Assistant and Voice, and in there... 
to Google Assistant. Within the Assistant tab, you can go to Phone, and in there, you can set the Assistant switch to off. Yeah. In other words, uh, Google considers it a, a selling point, uh, and they don't want to make things easy. So it's doable, though, if you grab a shovel and dig through some settings long enough, though. But it's not just Google. Apple doesn't make it easy either to do certain things. You've really got to dig deep sometimes to be able to turn off some annoying things. And and that's part of, of tech irritation. Of course, you know, and they all want you to want, you want, you get all these notifications, all these alerts. Oh, of and, course. You know, it's like we were talking about in tech news recently about, you know, with Facebook, their whole business model is to get you to look at the stuff all the time. So mm-hmm. all these apps, everything, they always compete for your attention, including well, these assistants. Because even in silent mode, uh, it's it's irritating because, like he said, you know, you want to disable it because you don't want it coming back on during certain times. Like if I say, hey, Google, it, it actually did come up and it just didn't make its noise. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I heard him trying to talk to you. It did. <laughs> Sorry. What did you? Yeah. But the, I, I, I feel for Larry because I'm sure that's among the things he's talking about. It's, I don't want to be interrupted. And Alexa's the same way, especially if you're watching something on TV and there's something that even remotely sounds like Alexa, it always responds. I was, yeah. I was recently watching this Netflix show Away, and one of the characters' name is Alexis. And every time they mentioned this girl's name, my Alexa was responding yeah. and trying to... Same <laughs> thing on this S. Creek show that I've been watching because the daughter is Alexis. Every time somebody calls her or mentions her name, my Alexa near the TV goes, blink. You know, and, and then it realizes, oh, wait, you didn't really say Alexa, so I just go back to sleep. Yeah, you're not sleeping. You're listening to everything. Yeah, except, you know, the last time it didn't even go to sleep. I, I didn't say a word, but, the, you know, it, it responded to the TV and then says, well, just tell me what you want to be reminded about. And, and yeah. then, you know, I just, you know, yelled something like, you know, shut up, you piece of garbage. And, yeah. and it was then starting to do a reminder for that. So I just had to cancel it out. But wow. Intotomorrow.com. Let's meet there when you have a chance. Okay. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. Again, that's 800-296-1440. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Into Tomorrow continues in our 25th year on the air, covering the latest in consumer tech. 
and hopefully answering your questions, solving your digital dilemmas. You know, you can call in anytime, 24-7, and participate on the program. Our next guest is with the creators of the world's first 3D pen, now with a 3D pen for almost all ages. President and founder of 3Doodler is Max Bogue. Max, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing? It's always a pleasure to have you. I'm doing well, thanks, because you guys are always coming up with fun, innovative things for kids of all ages, and that includes all of us, I guess. So tell me tell me a little bit first about 3Doodler. How did that all get started? And, and then we'll get into what you've got available. Yeah, sure. So 3Doodler uh, is the world's first uh, 3D pen. Uh, essentially, it's the extrusion mechanism from a 3D printer uh, that we one day were actually using a 3D printer to make a robot dinosaur. And the 3D printer missed a layer. And me and my business partner, Peter Dilworth, were like, man, I wish I could just take the nozzle head off the 3D printer and simply use it to fix the two uh, pieces, because we have two perfectly good pieces that the printer made. Why can't you do that? <laughs> and then we kind of went, hey, why can't you do that? So we took apart the 3D printer after printing out some parts from it, and then we clued together this really ugly thing and wrote 3Doodler on the side and used it to weld two pieces of plastic together. And with that, that's pretty cool. I wonder what else it can do. So then we tried drawing in the air with it because the ABS plastic hardens very quickly. We were able to literally draw in the air with it. We thought that's even cooler. Then we realized that there was kind of an infinite number of possibilities that you could do with this thing. And we then put it on Kickstarter. And that was in 2013 and raised $2.3 million on Kickstarter, 26,000 pre-orders. Nice. That's obviously a great way to get good attention where people say, yeah, I'm in. I would love something like this. And what a great business opportunity for you to say, well, then I'm glad we're doing it. <laughs> exactly. We, we, uh, we had initially showed it to a couple of different companies um, saying, are you interested? And, and they all kind of went, I don't, I don't get it. What would you do with it? <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, maybe we're crazy. So we decided, that's why we decided to put it on Kickstarter because uh, no one... No one could see what we were seeing, like uh, this really low-cost way of doing 3D printing, essentially, where you're the computer, you're the XYZ robotic arm, and you're using this extruder head to make physical objects, you know. And since then, it's grown quite significantly. Now we have a whole range of different products, and we've sold over 2 million pens to date. Wow. Well, congrats, yeah. kudos to you guys. Thank I know, we, and we've been fortunate to have you on the show in person, as well as, like in this case, on the phone. But in yeah. person, when you were able to show us what you were doing and how you were doing it, of course, we've got videos at intotomorrow.com. You're welcome to check out from Max's previous appearances. But it, it was, I guess, originally you were doing something uh, for ages, what, six or seven and up. And now there's so much more because the younger kids kids wanted in and and the older kids and adults wanted in. <laughs> exactly. So the the very first version was for for 14 plus cuz it's hot. Like a, a soldering iron are hot. Yeah, and yeah. And a couple of years ago we made a 3 doodler start which is a 6 plus version where you can literally draw on your skin. It's it's warm but it's not hot. It's around 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Um 30 or 40 degrees Celsius. And then just now this year uh, actually a couple of weeks ago, we introduced the 3D build and play, which is for four-year-olds and up. Um, and essentially, it's a hand-cranked version um, where that uses molds or injection molding systems, where you have this tray that has little holes in it, and you stick the tip of the device into the holes, and then you simply crank away to fill them up. 
and then you pop those pieces out, and you assemble them together. And then it has a backdrop as well with the city on one side and the jungle on the other side, and you put the characters together, and, and it has a little storybook that comes with it. And the idea is that you create stories with these uh, characters, and, and you continue the story that the storybook initially presented you with. So it's really good for that younger childhood development age of storytelling. Uh, we worked with several librarians, actually, to, to come up with the whole concept and to make it work for that younger age group. Excellent. That's good. Because, yeah, the, of kids of all ages, as well as adults, like to be creative for the most part. Yeah. And and why not? If, if the younger kids were seeing their older siblings doing neat stuff, but because it was it did heat up, you know, the, the ones that you mentioned, the, the first one for ages 14 and up and so forth, it's, it wasn't quite as safe for them. But they wanted to do it. So you filled yeah. that need as well. And, uh, and now they're able to just get creative and have some fun with it. So from four years years old up you've got uh, cool three doodlers available for them yeah and we're very excited about that especially because we were seeing below the age of six uh kids were having difficulty using the, the three doodler start because it's a bit too open-ended and there's too much play uh-huh. uh so by making the trays and the molds uh that really helped to guide those younger kids uh into a play pattern that makes sense for them have you uh, found, uh, I'm noticing that you guys are, are also doing some things with blind folks. And, of course, being radio, we have a lot of listeners that may be sight impaired. And I'm wondering how the blind are using the three-doodler technology. Are they able to? Yes. In fact, uh, we've had quite a lot of success. We've partnered with the Royal National Institute for the Blind uh, in the United Kingdom to alter the, the 3D pens, the three-doodler start and the three-doodler create plus. Uh, to make them accessible for the blind. So they have tactile markings on them that allow you to uh, orientate yourself. But the really important thing is that for the first time ever, you can draw on a flat surface with a, that produces a raised line. Mm. And you don't need anything other than the pen and the material, the, the plastic, for lack of a better word, of the three-doodler start. And because that material is low temperature, you can touch it as it's coming out. So you're able to write traditional letters or characters. You can do tactile mapping. You could, you know, show someone what your room looks like or do blueprints or things of that nature, and they can then feel the results of that, as well as labeling and just kind of everyday usage of things, you know, a spice jar. You can label a spice jar with what whatever symbols or dots or even letters that you want so that you know what's in that spice jar every time you pick it up. Well, that's great. So they can literally feel their way along their own creativity even as well, if they want to do something and and, uh, kind of write a story, if you will. Yeah, write a story, draw a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's quite quite a lot that can be done with it. And then we've seen a lot of schools starting to use it uh, for the blind as well um, for that same purpose. Because then if you can have a student participate in a classroom, all the better. If you can imagine a teacher can create a map of the classroom and tell the student where their seat is and where all of the materials in the classroom are. Hmm. And that student can get that before they enter the classroom so that they can enter that classroom with a lot of confidence knowing the layout of the room before they even walk in the first day. Oh, that's terrific. I'm, I'm so happy to, to hear about that, too. And, and in general, can 3D, uh, the three-doodler be used for education? I mean, what would you know a normal classroom of students oh, do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing from your reaction, it's limitless. <laughs> so uh, we, we're in over 10,000 schools currently. 
uh, and we have curriculum material online, but quite literally every subject. Um, so if you're in a physics classroom scenario, you can set it up where, say, all the students design a roller coaster on a piece of paper, and then they vote on which roller coaster to build, and then every student using one pen creates one piece of that roller coaster in a single classroom period, hmm. and then they assemble those pieces together, and then they can test the roller coaster and see if their math worked out. Wow. Or if you're in an English classroom, uh, there's a teacher in Minnesota that does a great job where each student's assigned a building from their main downtown street circa 1890. They have to look up the blueprints. They have to write a historical essay. And then using the blueprints, they need to make the building to scale using one of the three doodlers. <laughs> and then all the students combine all the buildings together to recreate that main the downtown street from that time period. Nice. So, yeah, and we have ESL students that are using it for, for tactile learning because by underlining and drawing or writing letters uh, with a 3D pen or with any tactile surface, it has a better retention as a result. So it's literally any subject. Um, there's, you know, in a history class, you could make a temple, and each student can be assigned different sections of the temple, or different groups could have different things. You know, one has to write an essay and design columns. Uh, another has to do the frescoes, another has to do the roof, and all those different components can then be added together as a classroom. So you work together uh, while also working on your individual project. Oh, loving it. Max, I tell you what, there's so much more to talk about, and we want to learn even more about the Three Doodler products. Hold on just a minute. We'll pay a couple of bills and come right back as we continue bringing you further into tomorrow. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. That's 855-212-6536. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancel fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the president and founder of Three Doodler at threedoodler.com, Max Bogue. For those listening that are, are uh, certainly understandably curious about the material that's used, uh, how does that work with the Three Doodler and the various pens? Are there different materials, uh, I'm assuming, for the different pens and different age groups? There are. The, the Three Doodler Start and the 3D Build and Play use the same material. Uh, it's a special home compostable plastic. It's BPA-free. It's non-toxic. It's okay if it's consumed. Not that you should. Yeah. You don't recommend <laughs> eating it, but it's not going to hurt you. I don't recommend, but it's not going <laughs> to yeah. hurt you. And most importantly, it's home compostable. So it can go into a home compost heap, and it goes away in about 90 to 120 days. Okay. So it's, it's quite eco-friendly in that way. Uh, the Three Doodler Create Plus, and the Pro Series use a variety of different materials. We have PLA or polylactic acid, which is a 
plant-based material. Um, it's made out of cornstarch, essentially. We have ABS, which is one of the world's most common plastics. We have flexi or our flexible plastic. We have wood, which is sawdust from a sawmill. It's a waste material combined with that cornstarch material. It's sandable and stainable. Really? Um, so you're able to actually put wood, use wood as a creative, a creative tool? Mm-hmm. You wow. can fix cracks in floorboards. You could draw in the air and wood. You can uh, chips and banisters. You, you name it. Um, you can use this material. Gee. It's quite versatile. We also have like bronze and copper, nylon. Uh, you can use like standard nylon dyes for. So it's quite extensive to what you can do, especially in that the Pro Series and the Create Plus. The materials get quite uh, quite exotic. <laughs> I'm looking at, at some of the things on your blog at the number 3 doodler.com the 3 doodler.com fairy tale doodles uh 3D build and play characters. I mean some of these things are very very intricate which I guess on the one hand might seem a little intimidating for some kids or some adults for that matter but on the other hand gives you some great ideas. Yeah, it really runs the gambit. You can make something very simple or you can make something very complex. It's a question of how much time and effort you want to put on it. Hmm. Um, Although the 3D build and play characters, those are just bold. So those are much simpler than they they might initially look. And that's for ages 4 plus, so I can even do that. That's for the 4 plus, (laughs) so even you can do that. (laughs) Although the the device itself is designed for smaller hands. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, then I better get up there to the uh, 14 plus, (laughs) probably, to be safe. But it's got to warm the cockles of your heart, Max, to be able to see so many people getting so much joy out of this let alone the fact, as you mentioned, that it can also help you with chores around the house, you know, filling in some areas or something. What are some of the other unusual things that your users have shared with you that they've done with their 3Doodler? Well, I've seen people that have fixed their vacuum cleaners, which is always interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've seen people that have done car detailing, which is pretty amusing. Um, I quite often get asked to fix toys around the house every time my son breaks something. (laughs) Um, but uh, I've seen people who have made flying, um, actual working airplanes, which I thought was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, someone doodled uh, a six-foot-tall statue of Liberty, uh, which was also very impressive. And then there's a number of fashion designers that are doing really interesting stuff because they can make three-dimensional clothing that holds its shape even on the rack um, for runway shows and things of that nature. So there's there's even a lingerie maker uh, called Eden in Israel that does uh, three doodled lingerie. Oh, <laughs> wow. Fascinating. <laughs> yes. It, it leaves even more to the creative mind. I, I think exactly. that you know, <laughs> limitless opportunities is an understatement. So <laughs> the3doodler.com is going to get you uh, all sorts of great ideas, and you'll be able to see everything that is available uh, from, of course, their company from Ages 4 Plus, the 3D Build Play, uh, the 3Doodler Starter, the Create Plus. I mean, there's all sorts of neat stuff. Do check it out. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Max, always a delight to chat with you. Keep making cool new stuff, and we'll keep talking about it. Always. Thank you for having me on. Into Tomorrow continues. Don't forget, participate and win in the big summer giveaway as we continue here on the Advanced Media Network. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. To tomorrow, fun tech fact for you. The original Xbox home screen contained edited snippets of actual transmissions from the Apollo missions. That's pretty cool and a nice salute to the Apollo missions. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Ah, Cameron's right. And of course, if you want to call in with any consumer tech question, help for another listener, whatever the case, you can do that by using the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app that I trust you have. Or by calling this number anytime, 24-7. 800-899-4686. That's 800-899-INTO. Kathy in Windsor, Ontario, listens on AM 800 CKLW. Welcome into tomorrow, Kathy. I have a Samsung 9 phone, and I had plugged my earbuds into it to listen to a, a podcast. And now I pulled it out, of course, and now... My phone speaker does not work. I can only hear somebody when they call me if I put my speaker phone on. So how do I tell my phone that my earbuds are still not in my Samsung 9? Well, Kathy, there are actually a few options. The one that works most of the time is the one that you've probably tried already. Plug them back in and take them out a few times. Sometimes the phone eventually realizes that they're no longer plugged in after a few tries. Uh, There may also just be some debris in the headphone jack. You can try cleaning it out with a little Q-tip if you can and see if that helps. If it doesn't, Restarting your phone sometimes will, though there are no guarantees, unfortunately. Now, if that fails, look for audio override apps. Some will just force the phone to change output and will offer you a functional solution, even if it's less than ideal. Now, things get worse from there. If the problem is software-based, you may need to restore your phone. And if it's hardware-based, you may need to have the port itself replaced. Uh, We make those your last resort option, since one is inconvenient and the other one is costly. Yeah, I I wish there was uh, an easier way. Sometimes people have been able to kind of wrap it gently on a hard surface. Don't smash it, but, you know, just sort of, you know, bang it on a hard surface and maybe loosen up any debris that might have gotten in there. Or it could actually be broken inside, and that's why it's not making contact anymore. Um, But Either way, we hope that one of our suggestions is helpful. I should say, Mike is calling from where? And you would say, Blenheim, Ontario. Oh, and how does he listen to the show? On AM 800 CKLW, they're the uh, information station. Ah, we love that. Thanks, Mike. Hey. Hey, Dave, you mentioned uh, favorites and dislikes. 
I have to say one of my favorite gadgets was a mini disc player. But at the same time, I also kind of hated it because it was hard to get any mini discs out there. Yeah. I had to record my own music off the radio. Also, have to point out, if it wasn't for the Palm Pilot, I don't think we'd have the mobile phones we have today. Congratulations on 25 years. Well, thank you very much, Mike. But you know what? I love the mini disc as well, but he's absolutely right. It was so hard to find discs. We actually played our commercials from a mini disc and a CD simultaneously because we had issues with them going out, so we had to be able to switch to one automatically real quick you know, wow. if we had to because that's how you know reliable they were. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also right about the Palm Pilot, which later could only become the Palm. Yeah, because the pilot pen company sued them. Ah, it was a bunch of mess. And all the you know flight attendants for so many years that even after this said, make sure you turn off your Palm Pilots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody has a Palm Pilot anymore. Anyway, join us at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, Use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.